Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, it's Bill and Morgan from the Q Morning Show. Thank you so much for checking out the Q Morning Show On Demand. This is our full show podcast. It's everything we did on the show this morning, except there's no music. There's no interruptions. It's just us. Thank you for listening. It all starts right now. Broadcasting from the Halley Building in downtown Cleveland, it's the Q Morning Show on Q104. Q104 plays the hits always live on the free Odyssey app. It is so great to have you up early with us here on a Tuesday morning. It's the Q Morning Show. I'm Bill Ryan along with Morgan. Um, I, I saw him on the way in this morning. You know the signs that ODOT puts up that that warns you about traffic and stuff? And yes. They're what, they warned us this morning, winter weather. No, today? Well, no, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, Ooh. winter weather tomorrow. Uh, winter weather advisory uh, for us. Uh, let me think. So it's Cuyahoga, Lake, and... Uh, there's got to be one more county uh, from 5 a.m. And then everybody else, it's like it's earlier. It's a winter weather advisory oh. like at, starting at 3 a.m. But they're, not, they're saying not much snow accumulation. Then why is it a winter weather advisory? Just to be on the safe side, I think. And I swear, I don't think anybody gave us a heads up about the winter weather on Sunday. On Sunday, no. They, d- they really didn't. If, I, if they gave us a heads up, I missed it. Maybe it's <laughs> one of those things where... The weather people are so over all of us Northeast Ohioers giving them crap. Like every time this happens, right? We're like, oh, it's going to be so bad. It's going to be so. And then we get an inch and then people blame the weather people. They're like, can they get it right? So maybe now they're trying to like dull it down a little bit so they don't get blamed for all the wrong forecasts. I'll never blame the weather people. Me neither. It's not their fault. Yeah, I don't think it's their fault either. I would never get, I would never get mad if they predicted that we're going to get eight inches and we, we get a half an inch. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get mad at them for that. Yeah, same. I, I think it more, more so at Sunday morning when I'm, when I'm heading out the door and I wasn't even expecting it and all of a sudden I'm, I'm driving in a snowstorm on Sunday morning. So this is supposed to come tomorrow for us? Yeah, early, early Wednesday morning. So they're saying in the middle of the night. Uh, could see uh, some wintry weather, snow, you know, snow to start off in a wintry mix. I have such a bad attitude about <laughs> the winter in Northeast Ohio. You would think that I it's like I don't know what to expect. I've lived here my whole life, had a short stint in West Virginia for a couple of years. But you would think that I wouldn't have such a bad attitude about it because I know it's coming. It's January in Northeast Ohio. We live on the lake. Like, what else do you expect? See, I- 
my thoughts are all over the place. Like the, the first thing I thought of when it snowed, it was like, wow, this is gorgeous. Like this is a beautiful snow. Yeah. Like it, it looks amazing in Northeast Ohio. It looks like Christmas time. Yeah. I had that thought for 0.5 seconds yesterday and then I got mad again. And, and then the <laughs> other thing that, uh, that, that's getting me through this winter season is I have yet to shovel. So oh, I, I that makes a big difference. So Sunday we got all that snow, but I was I wasn't home the entire day, and then yesterday it just melted. Okay, because yesterday you were talking about being um, pessimistic because you didn't want to go home and sled with your boys who didn't have school, so you didn't have to go sledding yesterday. No, uh, we received word that the uh, the sled riding hill in Rocky River was a total mess. It was nice. just it was just mud and, and what you like else. to hear. Yeah, so we we missed out on uh, the sled riding <laughs> yesterday, and I haven't had to shovel yet. <laughs> this winter is going fantastic for me. Mike check one two one two. Oh, oh, wake up, waking you up and playing all the hits. Give you the feeling from night to day. The Q morning show. Q one zero four. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Smith, he performed that song live on Saturday Night Live over the weekend. Came out wearing this large pink, uh, when I saw it, it, it looked like the uh, the pink bunny suit from A Christmas Story. <laughs> yeah. And it was like it was all fluffed out. <laughs> so yeah. you can find that online if you don't. If you want to uh, to watch it, Sam Smith on SNL. Speaking of TV, The Bachelor premiered last night, and it says it's season 27. 27. So of I was the, a little off. Of The Bachelor, but you also have to remember that there's probably about 13 seasons of The Bachelorette. So altogether, a Bachelor franchise, you know, I would say close to 40 seasons total. So you just lump them in all together? Yeah, I would say so. How do you keep all this stuff straight? I don't. <laughs> I really don't. It's been a struggle with The Bachelor recently, too, just because they do the most, you know, with Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, and now we're back on to Zach Shalcross's season of The Bachelor, which a lot of people weren't excited about Zach because he didn't get a lot of screen time on Gabby and Rachel's season. So people are like, why this dude when there are lots of other um, candidates? But, you know, night one in the books, he kissed seven women on his first <laughs> night. It was so funny. They were taking COVID tests one minute, all of the girls. And then the next minute he's making out with seven of them in one night. So, yeah, I'm reading about him here. It says he came in third place mm -hmm. on The Bachelorette. You know, and if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> yeah, he self-eliminated because in the fantasy suites, um, him and Rachel got into a pretty big argument. We don't really know what the argument was about, but he uh, he dipped out after that one. And now he is The Bachelor. But I wanted to tell you, Bill, one of my very, very good friend's cousin is on this season of The Bachelor. And I've heard some inside tea about it. Okay. Now... You have not been able to watch the entire episode last night, so you don't know if she had any screen time last night. Oh, no. Well, I've, I've seen her, her limo entrance, okay. her limo exit, which, you know, they make a big deal about the limo entrances. Right. That's always the first episode, right? Yes. Everybody pulls up in the limo, yes. and then the per, either the bachelor or the bachelorette is there, yes. and there's roses involved. And I'm not going to say who it is, because I don't want to get her in trouble for telling me all the inside tea, um, but I heard that she potentially could be be a villain this season. Okay. That she makes it 
pretty far. Um, but also something I found interesting, and I want to play um, this audio from one of the limo entrances that went down last night because the tea has has to do with the limo entrances. Nice, nice to meet you. I am from Vermont, um, so I brought you a little bit of home. It's my Vermont right to force you to drink this maple syrup. So here you are. Here's your maple syrup. Okay, so that's Gabby forcing Zach to drink maple syrup when they meet. So it was like a a jug of maple syrup. Yeah. And and he had to chug it all down? Yeah, he just took a little swig of it, and then he was on his way. But here's the tea that I have about the limo entrances. The person I know is not Gabby, okay? So it's not the girl that made Zach drink maple syrup. But my... Friend's cousin said that the producers completely changed her limo entrance and made her do something outlandish like that. Okay. So your friend is saying, my cousin is not really a villain, but the producers are making her be a villain. Pretty much. That's what you think. Pretty much, yeah. So she said that her plan going into it, her mom wrote Zach a really nice note about getting to know my daughter, and I hope you guys have the best experience, you know, Wholesome love content, right? But they were like, nope, you can't do it. You can't read that on the air or, you know, on the show. Instead, you're going to do this. And it wasn't drink maple syrup, but it was something wild like drink maple syrup. Okay. But we don't know exactly what it is yet. It's just funny because the producers of The Bachelor keep saying, no, we're we're not going to meddle anymore because we know people hate it. And then you hear something like this and we're like, okay. But you don't believe that, right? I mean, you've seen enough inside whatever that happens on The Bachelor and you know that that's not true. The producers are going to meddle through and through and through until the end of time. They have to. Yeah. It's TV. They need to get ratings. They need to to do things that people talk about the next day. Yeah. It's always going to happen. And you know what else really bums me out about this season of The Bachelor? There's only one woman from Ohio, and she's from Cincinnati. She's not even Cleveland. We love to root for our locals. Michael A. was a huge fan favorite. He's from Akron. He's even been on the show before. And now we got to root for a girl from Cincinnati. What is this? Like the Bengals in the Super Bowl? We got to start rooting for Cincinnati? We don't have to root for anybody (laughs) in Cincinnati. I'm rooting for your friend's cousin. (laughs) Okay. The villain. Yeah, I'll tell you who she is off the air. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that time in the morning. The Q Morning Show. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan, what do you do with your phone at night? Where do you keep it? Do you keep it right there on your bedside? I do, and I know you're not supposed to do that, but I charge it right next to my bed, yes. Why aren't you supposed to put your phone next to your bed? Um, well, David actually puts it on the other side of the room because when the alarm goes off, you have to get up and go turn it off, and it's supposed to help you get out of bed a little mm. bit easier in the morning. Yeah, I, I used to do that trick as well. Uh, but right now, I, I'm keeping it right next to my bed. It's working out fine. I haven't overslept yet. I just know myself, and I know that even if it was across the room, I would get up, walk across the room, and then walk right back to my bed. No, you can't do that. I, that I, I would. That's why I don't even try. <laughs> you can't do that. Um, the reason why I ask, so let me ask you this. So with your phone on the side of your bed, do you keep it on silent? Yes. Okay. So- my phone is always on silent, no matter what. Okay, so you if somebody texts you or somebody calls you, you wouldn't hear it nope. if you're sleeping. No. Nope. Okay. 
All right. Yeah, that's what I do with my phone. Essentially, I, I turn the, the volume up so I hear that alarm when it goes off. Yeah. But uh, I don't hear texts when they come in. Um, I suppose if somebody called, I, I suppose my phone would vibrate. I, I don't know if I would hear that. Uh, the reason why I, I'm bringing all this up is I'm I'm texting back and forth with someone who is on the West Coast. Oh, OK. They're in Vancouver, Canada. Nice. Right now. <laughs> so it's a four hour difference. And I texted them last night, but then I got a text like at 1030 and I was already asleep. And now I'm wondering when what is text etiquette? When can I text them back? Because it's almost 4 a.m. Yeah. in Vancouver. Can I text now? No, I would wait until at least 8 a.m. Where if I need to talk to somebody and they're in a different time zone, I wait until at least eight their time. Okay, you yeah. say eight, so five a.m. is fine to get a text in Vancouver, Canada. No, eight a.m. Well, eight a.m. our time or their time? Their time, eight a.m. for them. Oh, that doesn't mo- work. Most people wake up at eight a.m. Right? I'm, I'm Seven to eight. Rem- I'm not going to remember to text them at eleven o'clock this morning. Or then you could also just text them right now. And if it wakes them up, whose fault is that? Not <laughs> it's yours. My fault. Can you set up texts like like you can do emails where you can text someone and then it doesn't actually go through until like a specific time? I like, don't what is think that, called? that. Yeah, it's like a scheduled, you know, automated email. Yeah, but, you could do that with Gmail now. Yeah, but I don't know anybody doing it with text messages. But if you want to go on Shark Tank and pitch that idea, <laughs> I think it's a great idea. And I think Thank it's a you. way for you to make a lot of money. So give me like 5% royalty and I will do an application online today for you to go on Shark Tank. Thank you very much. I'm sure somebody has thought of that. Though. <laughs> I don't I'm, know. It doesn't I'm, exist. I'm sure somebody at Apple is thinking about that. <laughs> we have a trending report next on the Q Morning Show, also a Cleveland confessional on the way after 7. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Good to have you here. It's the Q Morning Show. It's Bill Ryan. It's Morgan. Our producer, Stevie, in the studio with us. So your neighbors are judging you, and here are the reasons why. Uh, according to this survey, 40, 45% of, of your neighbors judge you because of your home exterior, the way that your house looks. Okay. Well, also, I'm in an apartment, so that yeah. doesn't apply. Oh, uh, we were going to get to that in a second. Uh, also, because of political and sports team signs, if you've got one of those in your yard, <laughs> they're judging you. Yes. Uh, but the biggest thing is... Having a messy yard. That's the, that's the number one thing on this list. 65% of people said, uh, because your neighbor's yard is messy, they will judge you. Uh, I think I do okay with my yard. Okay. Like, I, I'm, and it's all dumb luck. Like I mow it regularly when, when it's time to mow it. Uh, and it, and it stays green, but I'm not doing anything extra to it. I'm not watering it. I'm just lucky. So you're saying that your neighbors, according to that list, should not be judging Should you. not be judging me. But uh, if if they were mad, I'm sure they would let me know somehow. There would probably be like a passive aggressive social media post <laughs> on the community. <laughs> on the Rocky of, River Facebook yeah, page. Which I am a member of. And there's a lot of those posts that go around. Nice. Passive aggressive posts. Uh, but yeah, that, this really doesn't affect you guys because both of you live in apartments. Uh, do you think your neighbors judge you at all, Morgan? No. Where, where you live? Not. At, I barely see my neighbors. I only know of one. His name is Arsenio. He's 85. He's from Italy. And David and him are BFFs. They golf in the living rooms all the time together. So, no. The one neighbor that I know, Arsenio, I don't believe that he's judging me. 
What is the update with the neighbor that lives directly above you that has to get up multiple times in the middle of the night? He's still peeing to urinate. every two and hours. You're still hearing him every two hours. Don't know what he looks like, though. <laughs> and are you judging him or do you just uh, oh, yeah. feel sorry for him that his bladder I mean, is weak? You can't judge somebody for going to the bathroom. Yeah. We all have to do it, right? It's not his fault. No. That's right. Uh, Stevie, what about you? You had any problems with your neighbors right now? Well, unfortunately, I don't have Hey, how about if I turn that on? That would on? help. There we go. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any neighbors right now because they all moved out from the fire. Oh, yeah. So, like all the ones that live yes. next if, to me. If you don't know, Stevie's apartment caught on, caught on fire. Everything's okay yeah. and everybody's okay. Uh, yes. The annoying part is the only neighbor that I can't stand, they live right next to us. They were uh-huh. the, like We were the only two that have patios that are still there. So they're very loud until very late at night. And then our... I also live right by the gym. So I have, there's, the apartment is a very weird setup, but it's an open gym. So it's, there's no walls protecting sound. I can see people working out from my bedroom window because my window is the hallway. Uh huh. And there have been very loud people working out. It's the weight room. And I think they're just slamming the weights down. It sounds like they're slamming the barbell on the rack all night like at midnight every night and sure. it's so loud so they are annoying well some people have different workout times you know they have uh different work hours and so yeah midnight works for them but midnight is not <laughs> yeah. good for me no most people it's not good for yeah this is not 24 hour fitness um no people live so the, the gym is open 24 you can you can go yeah. into the gym anytime. i mean it's just open you can just walk in yeah and be very very loud that's that yeah. It's apartment living, baby. I was thinking. I was thinking that uh, they were doing this in their apartment, but it's the actual gym, so anybody can go in there. Yes, like it's a full weight room, mm-hmm. squat racks, everything, and they are they're going all out at midnight. <laughs> yeah, there's there's really nothing you can do. I mean, what can she do, Morgan? There's no, a, there's really nothing. You can file a complaint and risk being labeled a Karen, but I don't think you would do that, Stevie. No, there's there's too many. Compl- there's too much happening. That, yeah. <laughs> that is the least of my concerns. Yeah, pick but and choose your battles. It's very annoying, but you know, at least they're at least they're getting their workout in. You could walk in and say, "Yeah, you're looking huge. Get you're looking huge. Yeah, it's it's." I don't know if that would you. do anything. <laughs> it might make them louder. Yeah. All right, we have a Cleveland confessional on the way. Now, this, from what I understand, I think it's going to be uh, Stephanie from Hudson joining us, and. I think this is a a monumental thing that's happened in her life. It should be a happy thing. There's something she's not happy about. Cleveland Confessional on the way in less than 10 minutes. Real life. Real Cleveland. The Q Morning Show. Makes me feel happy. It's on every morning when I wake up. Q104. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW Traffic Center. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shop overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's my house. It's time to overshare. Hey, uh, so mom. Yeah, it can be something juicy, embarrassing, or even life-changing. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. So this is a safe space for the people who listen to this show to call us up and tell us about something going on in their lives. Because Morgan and I, we can talk about our lives all day long, but that gets kind of boring. We want to find out what's going on with you. And we call it the Cleveland Confessional. So this morning we're going to Hudson. Let's go to Stephanie. Good morning, Stephanie. Hi, guys. So I want to confess uh, that I'm engaged to be married. Oh, well, that's exciting. Yeah. I don't see why that's oh. a confession, but <laughs> congratulations. That's not, that's not the confession. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, I, I love my fiancé, and I can't wait to marry him. What I, what I want to confess is that I hate what my new last name is going to be. Oh, oh no. That yeah. can happen, I guess. It's, it's the roll of the dice, yeah, right? Really. You meet the person of your dreams. Well, I, I guess it really, it, it's really a guy thing, though, isn't it? Yeah. I guess this traditional take the guy's last name. Yeah, I mean, there are more people in today's day and age that don't take their husband's last name. Uh, but, Stephanie, I'm assuming that you've made the decision to take this new last name, even though you don't really like it. Yeah. And now I'm, like, thinking twice about it. The moment of truth. Yeah. What is your future last name? Schlaba. One more time. Schlaba. 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 Okay. Stephanie Schlaba. So is your fiancé Amish? Well, well um, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> is, is your fiancé from, I'm, I'm assuming, from uh, Holmes County? Um, he's, uh, from Millersburg. Okay. So he's from, he is from that area. That's a common last name. Oh, and is it? Sh- Schlaba. Uh, I knew Schwarzentruber back in the day. Interesting. Uh, I used to go to school. Someone, uh, you know, what's funny is her name was Stephanie too. It was, uh, Stephanie Shuba was her name <laughs> and you're oh going to be Stephanie Schlaba. <laughs> uh, How about that? What's your last name now? It's Cole. Oh. C-O-L-E. <laughs> it's like going from something really basic to something like Schlaba, which is not very basic. I don't like the sound of Stephanie Schlaba. It doesn't, I just, I don't like that. <laughs> How does your fiance feel about all this? Um... I mean, he's not a fan of his last name either, to be honest, but, you know, he's born with it, so we're going to do, right? But I don't want to be a Schlaba. <laughs> Are you considering, like, not taking his last name? Yeah, I am, actually. I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. I think that this, the woman take the guy's last name, I think this is such an outdated thing. Yeah, I really no, do. No, for sure. But, like, I know a lot of people that hyphenate. Would you consider that? Cold? She really doesn't want Schlaf no. at all. Wait, yeah, she doesn't want it so. anywhere near her first name. Wait, what is what is your current last name again? Cole. 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 So would you make it Cole Schlaba or Schlaba Cole? I'm I'm really leaning towards not taking yeah. <laughs> Stephanie Schlaba Cole. I don't know, I kinda like it. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. I think it, it rolls kinda, off the tongue. It complicates it, I think. <laughs> it just sounds like a bunch of words. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know yeah. how a baby learns, like, random words like that? <laughs> or, like, it just sounds like a bunch of words, like, mishmashed together. Yeah. And, and I say that this, this practice of, of taking your future husband's last name is outdated. But at the same time, I know that there's a ton of legalities that go along with it. Yeah. You know, for taxes and, and, and things like that. So I, I don't know. Uh, I'd be curious if anybody has ever gone through this. And I would imagine that with Amish country right in the heart of Ohio, that uh, maybe somebody, maybe there's a Schwarzenegger out there <laughs> somewhere that can uh, give Stephanie some advice. And also, how about if we do this, Morgan? If you are not a fan of your last name, oh yeah, if you have <laughs> an unfortunate last name, <laughs> right? In your words, an unfortunate last name. We'd love to hear that too. Two one six five seven eight zero one zero four. Help out Stephanie, the future Mrs. Schlabaugh, with the oh. Cleveland Confessional. Take my hand, let me make you mine. Take my name and make you yours. Unless it's Schlaba. <laughs> yeah. It's the Q Morning Show. We're in the middle of the Cleveland Confessional right now. We just spoke to Stephanie in Hudson, recently engaged. She's happy about that. Yeah, but she does not like what her new last name is going to be. Right now, she's Stephanie Cole. She's marrying a Schlaba, and she hates the last name. We have a couple calls on the line. Let's go to let's go to Sarah first. Sarah in Akron, good morning. Good morning. Now, did you go through this when uh, when you got engaged? Oh, 100%. Okay, so what is your last name? What was your last name then? What is your last name now? Oh, I never changed my name. So my last name's Horn, mm-hmm. and my husband's last name is Yoder. Oh. The Yoders. Okay. <laughs> also from Holmes County, I believe. So was your um fiance upset that you didn't that you didn't change your name to from Horn to Yoder? No, he thought it was funny. He was like, Are you serious right now? You're more traditional than me and I was like, Yeah, I'm not going to be a Sarah Yoder. <laughs> so he did not put up a fight at all. No. He was like, I understand. We talked about hyphenating, but then it would be Yoder Horner. I thought that was <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but <laughs> that's great. That so it worked out for you just fine. Your your husband didn't care. Does he does he like his last name or does he think it's annoying? Oh, he likes it. He thinks it's the coolest last name ever. So it is. <laughs> All right, thank you, Sarah. Appreciate it. Now Danielle is uh, also on the line. She's in Beachwood right now. Danielle, you say you're going through this right now, just like Stephanie and Hudson. Yeah, so we just got engaged back in October. Um, so, but uh, it's a little bit different. I don't mind the sound of my fiance's last name. Mm-hmm. It's the spelling that's the issue. Because when you look at it on paper, it looks uh, questionable. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, go ahead and tell us what it is. So his last name is Faking, uh, but it is spelled F O E C K I N G. Oh, no. <laughs> How many times do people mispronounce it? All the time. Yeah. All, yeah, all the time. We, it's a lot of folking, which is fine. There's, better, there's you know, worse options out there, obviously. Uh-huh. Right. So. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I, the name itself is fine. It's just, yeah, when you look at it on paper, it doesn't look so good. And how do you pronounce it again? Faking. Faking. So it's an A sound, even though it's spelled O-E. Yeah. And you, yeah. said, you said it starts with an S? F. F. Oh, yep. F. F. Yes, okay. very different. Oh. <laughs> yeah, very different. <laughs> Not an S. <laughs> You're like, what's wrong I, with soaking? No, F. no, F. <laughs> F. <laughs> All right, Danielle, thank you. All right. I God need, bless you. I need to catch my breath. Yeah. Um, uh, the thing is, did we really help Stephanie, though? I mean, how does she approach this with 
uh, with her fiance. I don't know. I mean, maybe do what Sarah did and just talk to her husband about it, face it head on. And if she really doesn't like it, I mean, yeah. it's not like you have to do it. I hope that's the case. I hope that he just wants to get married. He doesn't care about the last name. Yeah, we'll see. He just wants to be together. All right. Hollywood Dirt Sheet. We've got that next. Who's the smartest suburb in Cleveland? Your suburb is counting on you. It's the Battle of the Burbs on Q104. We are ready to go. Our contestants are here. Morgan's ready with four questions that you need to get right. So let's play. We have Vermilion, Cleveland Heights, and Cleveland proper getting ready to rep for their city. Let's go to caller 14. It is Caitlin. Caitlin is in Vermilion. Good morning, Caitlin. Good morning. How's your Tuesday? Are you cold? Is it cold outside? I haven't been outside since 545 this morning. Yeah, it's pretty cold. Oh, that's not good. Well, we're trying to warm you up with this $25 gift card to Bob Evans to get this fiery chicken sandwich and also get yourself win number three for the city of Vermilion. You ready to play? Yes. Question number one. The Academy Awards are better known as what? EGOT. Sorry, Caitlin. Good guess, though. Let's go to Patty in Cleveland Heights. Patty, good morning. Good morning. Only one win for the city of Cleveland Heights. We're going for win number two. You ready? Yep. Question number one. The Academy Awards are better known as what? Um, The Oscars. That's correct. Question number two. In math, what are the first three digits of pi? 3.14. 3.14. I yeah. heard a phone a friend back there. Who is that? <laughs> Who's that guy? Well, he's a smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> Question number three. If you're drinking in Boston at the bar where everybody knows your name, you're at and on what show? Cheers. That's right. For the win, Patty and Cleveland Heights. How many letters are in the Greek alphabet? 28. Oh, sorry. Uh, not 28. Let's go to yeah, Sony in not Cleveland. That smart. Sony, good morning. Good morning. We're going for win number four for the city of Cleveland. You ready? Okay, yes. The, the Academy Awards are better known as what? The Oscars. In math, what are the first three digits of pi? 3.14. If you're drinking in Boston at the bar where everybody knows your name, you are at and on what show? Cheers. How many letters are in the Greek alphabet? Oh, 24. I mean, that was a, definitely a time buzzer, Bill, but we're going to give it to you anyways because we're feeling... We're feeling generous this morning. We totally guessed. (laughs) Well, you guessed right. Sony, congratulations. That's win number four for the city of Cleveland. Thank you. Tell everyone listening who made you a winner. Q104. Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. Thank you for being here. I'm Bill Ryan. Morgan's right over there. What up? Continuing our conversation from earlier this morning... Uh, why did Kelly Ripa not take Mark Consuelo's name? Because Kelly Consuelos is a cool-sounding name. That is a cool-sounding name. I feel like she's established in her career. That's probably she probably it. doesn't want to be known as something other than Kelly Ripa. That's probably it. I just didn't know Kelly Ripa before she was Kelly Ripa, and she was already married to Mark Consuelos, I think. Right, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but what did Mark Consuelos <laughs> say in the delivery room? Oh, this is hilarious. And I think a lot of women can probably relate to their significant other saying dumb things while they're, you know, delivering a child. This was trending on the internet yesterday on a girl named Amanda Hirsch's Instagram page. The question was, what did your partner do or say to make the birthing experience more helpful, easier? And the comments just went completely left. Somebody said... um, 
are you done to me after <laughs> contractions? Uh, one of the husbands said, my chair is really uncomfortable while the wife was giving birth. But Kelly Ripa said that Mark Consuelo said to her in the middle of her giving birth, do you mind if I eat? And I'm going to the batting cages since you're going to be here a while. <laughs> The batting cages. Yes. Did the, was the softball team play? Had they have a huge game? I up? don't know. Another favorite comment on this post. <laughs> One husband said to a wife, it's election day. I have to go vote. It's like, what? You're going to leave your wife who's having yeah. a baby because it's election day and you have to go vote? Got to do your civic duty sometimes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let me tell you one thing I'm really not looking forward to in life. Childbirth. And I feel like David would be one of the people who'd be like, can I bring my Switch? Like, I know that's a question that I'm going to get asked. He'd probably want to bring all of his gadgets. He'd probably want to bring the drone in. Yes, literally. Uh, I don't think I said anything stupid during the delivery of my two boys. Uh, at least nobody has told me. Yeah, I, let's I, ask your wife that question. I do remember that uh, for uh, when Will was born, uh, my wife uh, had to have a C-section because Will was breech. Uh, I do remember, you know, because they, they put the tarp around her head, and I only wanted to sit next to her head. And we just talked the entire time. That's nice. But the nurses kept coming around. They're like, do you want to come over here and, and watch anything? I'm like, no. No, no I don't. <laughs> They're like, do you want to cut the umbilical cord? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> no, I do not. And I think the nurses thought that I was weird because I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that. I was like, I just don't. Ugh, it's yeah. icky for me. Uh, I didn't want to do it. I don't think I said anything stupid. But uh, I guess now sound off yeah. on, on the dumb thing that uh, your SO said in the uh, in the delivery room. Said or did. Maybe he practiced the batting cages right there <laughs> smack dab in the middle of the delivery room. While you were giving life to his child, uh, <laughs> what did he say? 216-578-0104. Call or text. The Q Morning Show. Because I just love her. <laughs> Real life. It's my day going. Oh, yes. Real Cleveland. From the 1-800-HURT-NOW traffic center. Morgan just told us about a story about how Kelly Ripa was, I guess, on her show talking about something that Mark Consuelos, her husband, said during the delivery of one of their children. It was on an Instagram post. So this was trending on the Internet yesterday. An influencer wrote, like, what? Did your husband or significant other do or say while you were giving birth? And Kelly Ripa took the opportunity to blast her husband, Mark Consuelos, because while Kelly Ripa was giving birth, he said, do you mind if I eat? And then I'm going to go to the batting cages because this is going to take a while. I'm reading more of these comments and they're insane. Someone said, are you sure this is my baby? Another guy said, no one asked me how I'm doing. Like, what are these people thinking? It's an odd time to bring up the, is this my child conversation? Seriously. Uh, Steve from Independence is going to tell on himself, apparently. Good morning, Steve. Hi. So what happened during the delivery of your child? Well, my wife was in labor, and uh, she was um, supposed to be doing that breathing thing. And I asked her, I'm like, oh. Hey, uh, are you supposed to be doing this breathing thing? And she screamed at me. She's like, yes, I am. I'm like, oh, you're not that good at it. It's oh. bedpan at my head. She did what again? Oh, bedpan at my head. She threw something at you. <laughs> yeah. Probably shouldn't have those things within arm's reach yeah. of a, a mom in labor. Uh, who do we have here? Cynthia. Cynthia and Amherst. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. Okay, so you are in labor. 
And I am labor. It's your this husband? My, yes, this is my husband, and this is my first child. Mm-hmm. So mind you, I didn't take any classes, so I didn't really know techniques. I didn't really obviously didn't know what to expect. And as I'm pushing her, he's complaining that I'm, he's like, stop acting like a baby. It doesn't <gasps> even hurt that bad. What? Come on. He was. How do you know how it hurts? He said that to you? Yeah, and it's been three years, and he still says that uh, I was acting like a baby and that uh, it just oh didn't hurt that bad. Oh, my God. He was not joking. There was no hint of irony. He was dead serious. No, he was dead serious. What? Yeah. How do we get him in, like, a simulator where he straps on some <laughs> type of device yeah, where he can feel yeah, what it feels actually, like? Amazon actually sells a simulator where it gives you the pain levels of what it feels like to contract and push a baby. Well, you know what? Telling him I'm going to do that to him. Valentine's Day is coming up, <laughs> Cynthia. I think you found your gift for your husband. Yes. <laughs> I'm happy the two of you are still married. Yeah, really? We are. We are. I, I forgave him, but uh, one day he'll feel the karma for sure. Thanks for calling Q104 this morning. Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q Morning Show. It's Bill Ryan. It's Morgan. This has kind of turned into just things overheard in the delivery room, right? So this is not necessarily something that uh, Melissa's husband said, but this is something that happened in the delivery room. Uh, Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. Tell us what happened uh, right after the birth of your child. So the doctor um, looked over at my husband, and mind you, we are both completely sleeved up and tattooed from head to toe, basically. Both of you have have tats? Yeah. Okay. And so the doctor looked at my husband and said, oh my gosh, I don't know if he's yours. And my husband was very, very distraught. Like, awkward thing for your doctor to say to you right after you give birth. Right, right, exactly. So um, he's thinking, I don't know, is the baby... A different color like what what is going on and so the doctor follows up with the baby doesn't have any tattoos oh my gosh and you're like okay doctor wait until improv session at hilarities like keep the jokes to yourself buddy right right like it was, what it was pretty uh, funny but the look on my husband's face was priceless oh yeah. my gosh wacky doctor guy <laughs> yeah. keeping it light in the room hilarities thursday yeah. at 7 p.m he's gonna get a bad uh Yelp review, that doctor. (laughs) Thanks for calling, Melissa. Appreciate it. Q104 plays the hits. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's the Q Morning Show. It's a cold day. I've got 31 right now, and it's not going to get any warmer than this. And I can only hope that we have this kind of weather on February 11th for a Cupid's undie run. Why? Wouldn't you want it to be warmer? <laughs> I was being kind of sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> I can't tell. You sounded pretty serious to me. People tell me that all the time. Yeah, I cannot pick up on your sarcasm ever. Sometimes when I'm being serious, people think I'm being sarcastic. When I'm being sarcastic, some people think I'm being serious. <laughs> it's uh it's it's something that doesn't always work in my favor. It's great for the people around you, isn't it? So later on this week, we're going to have Carrie from Cupid's Undie Run on to, to talk more about it. Again, it's coming up February 11th. I have, I have some questions, though. Sure. Maybe you can answer right now. Because we're going to be there for a while. It's, it starts right, we have to be there right around noon. Mm-hmm. And it says it goes until four. Yeah. Do I, can I wear pants and a coat for some of that? I mean, no, hello. It's a Cupid's Undie Run. There will be no coats. There will be no pants. 
You got to be kidding. You're the inside whole time? a heated tent. Oh, I am? Yeah. The party is like the three hours before the run, and it's in a heated tent. So there's music on stage. People get waxed on stage. There's like a dance party. There's a bunch of games. And then once everybody has been drinking all day, get some, you know, the liquid coat on them. Right. They go out and run for five to ten minutes, and then they're right back into the heated tent. Well, that changes everything. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. I thought we were going to be outside for four straight hours. No, no, no. Well, I mean, it could have changed. The last time I went was before um, COVID. So fingers crossed they still have that heated tent. But no, there's a bar inside of it. Like I said, there's a stage. There's a DJ. It's lots of fun. And you're really not cold. All right. So I'm, I'm looking forward to I'm nervous about so many things. I'm nervous about... My outfit and getting my outfit together. I'm nervous how I'm going to look in the outfit because I put on some pounds the past few months. <laughs> You'll and, be all right. Uh, but if we would love it if you join our team. It's the Q104 team. You can register at cupids.org and you get $10 off with the promo code CLEQ104. And all of the money, all of the money that they raised that day, 100% goes to... The Children's Tumor Foundation and all the good work they're doing there. And since 2013, they have raised more than a million dollars. So, I mean, just what an accomplishment right here in Cleveland. And you have the opportunity to do it with us Saturday, February 11th. So please do so. That's awesome. Find out more right now. Q104.com. It's Cupid's Undie Run. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.